Welcome to HRpreneur. I'm Jim Duffy. From Main Street to Your Street, our HRpreneur podcast is sent around helping small businesses like yours gain the knowledge you need, from HR payroll and hiring to time, taxes, benefits, and insurance. Today, we have Chris Magna with us to examine the Secure 2.0 Act of 2022, which was recently signed into law. Chris is Senior Vice President and General Manager of ADP Retirement Services. Welcome, Chris. It's great to have you. Thanks for joining us. You've got a lot to cover, so let's jump right in. Can you please begin by telling our listeners a little bit about Secure 2.0? First, thank you for having me. And just to set the stage a little before we dive in, prior to Secure 2.0, there was the Secure Act of 2019, also known as Secure Act 1.0. This was broad legislation aimed at employer-sponsored plans that brought significant change to retirement savings plans in an effort to encourage more Americans to save for their future. Secure Act 2.0 of 2022, which was signed this past December, does even more to help increase the ability of Americans to save for retirement. We know that more Americans should be saving enough for retirement, but now that Secure 2.0 is law, this legislation could help strengthen the American retirement system. Secure 2.0 includes over 90 provisions to encourage employers to start plans, enroll employees in their retirement plans, and even make it easier for small businesses to start new plans. In fact, a recent study that polled 500 small businesses found that nearly 74% of small businesses do not offer 401k retirement plans. And the most common misconceptions that small business owners have about starting a retirement plan are that, one, they're too small to offer a plan, two, they won't be able to afford the employer match contributions, and three, setting up and managing a plan is too expensive. Will Secure 2.0 better position small businesses to offer retirement plans as part of their benefits package? So, Chris, there are new tax credits in Secure 2.0 for startup plans. Can you please talk a little bit about those? Sure. Starting in 2023, the Small Business Startup Tax Credit has increased to 100% of the administrative expenses. And this is up to 5,000 of the first three years the plan is established for employers with less than 50 employees. An additional credit of up to 1,000 per employee for eligible employer contributions may apply to employers with up to 50 employees, but phases out for businesses with 51 to 100 employees. Companies not currently offering a retirement plan could take advantage of these new tax credits to establish a plan for their employees. Does the law offer any options for small business owners who may be, say, apprehensive about starting a retirement plan for their employees due to cost? Yes, great question. So starting in 2024, employers will be permitted to offer a starter K plan to employees, This simplified 401k plan will allow only employee contributions up to the IRA contribution limits. Because of that, the plan automatically meets the non-discrimination and top-heavy testing requirements. And because employer contributions aren't required for this type of plan, even the smallest of small businesses could offer this plan to their employees. Chris, what about the new automatic enrollment and automatic escalation provisions for the new plans? Can you tell us about that? Automatic enrollment's a great way to enroll employees in their retirement plans. Uh, There's much research that's been done showing that employees who are automatically enrolled and have to opt out if they don't want to participate increases the overall employee participation in the plan, so it's, it's beneficial. Many employers have already adopted the automatic enrollment features, but with Secure Act 2.0, it's now required. So starting in 2025, employers will be required to automatically enroll employees at a deferral rate of at least 3%, but no more than 10%, and must be invested in a qualified default investment alternative, also known as a QDIA, 
Again, an employee will have the option to opt out of participating in the plan. The plan must allow for the withdrawal of automatic contributions within no more than 90 days of the first contribution. This would not be subject to the 10% penalty of early withdrawal, so this is allowable. Along with automatic enrollment, employers will need to automatically increase employee contribution percentages by 1% each year until the contribution is at least 10%, but no more than 15% of eligible wages. So this requirement applies to new plans that started after December 29th of 2022, with a few exceptions. New companies that have been in business for less than three years, employers with less than 10 employees, and church and government plans. Plans that existed on December 29th, 2022 are not subject to these provisions. So Chris, what about employers with a large population of part-time employees? How does Secure 2.0 change how they are treated regarding a retirement plan eligibility? Yeah, absolutely. So under Secure Act 2.0, more employees will be eligible to contribute to a retirement plan sooner. The law expands eligibility for long-term part-time employees who work between 500 and 999 hours going from three years, which was the Secure Act 1.0 requirement, to two consecutive years under Secure Act 2.0, allowing them to contribute to their employer's retirement plan. And this will apply to plans beginning in the year 2025. So the catch-up contributions have been expanded. Can you please take a moment to tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, the law allows for catch-up contributions of 7,500 in 2023, made as either pre-tax or Roth for participants aged 50 and over. Effective in 2025, though, the law increases the catch-up limit to 10000 for employees between the ages of 60 and 63. So an important change to note, however, is that in 2024, for any employee earning over 145000 their catch-up contributions will need to be made as Roth, meaning after-tax contributions. For plans that do not currently offer Roth, the plan will need to be amended to add Roth, or the employee who exceeds the wage threshold will be unable to contribute the catch-up contributions. But employers should be mindful that federal, state, and other local laws may restrict employers' ability to recoup these costs. So this should be discussed with your legal counsel. The required minimum distribution, also known as RMDs, the RMD age requirements changed in Secure 2.0. What are they now? And we know that Americans are living longer and working longer today. So the RMD age has increased from 72 to 73. And this is beginning... Uh, this year. But in 2033, the minimum age will be 75. Some additional changes to the RMD provisions decrease the penalty for failing to take an RMD. Previously, the penalty was 50% of the RMD amount, and now it's reduced to 25% of the RMD amount. And in certain situations, it may even be reduced to 10% if the corrections are done in a timely fashion. So Chris, we hear a lot about student loan debt and its impact on people's ability to save. Can you please tell me a little bit about the student loan match provision? Absolutely. This is one of my favorite provisions in the Secure Act 2.0. So beginning in 2024, employers can make matching contributions to the company retirement plan on behalf of employees making student loan payments. This is an optional provision that employers will need to include in their plan document. There's some eligibility requirements and key points to keep in mind. Employees must be eligible to participate in the plan and receive the company match under the plan's terms. Employees can self-certify that they are making student loan payments, and these contributions must vest under the same schedule as other employer matching contributions do. So if we can switch gears a little bit here, it's well documented that about 40% of Americans could not cover a $400 unexpected expense. Can you please talk to us about how Secure 2.0 is addressing that? 
yes, most Americans need to help to build emergency savings accounts. It shows how much people are struggling. When people face unexpected expenses, they may be forced to borrow at high interest rates, carry debt, or withdraw from their retirement savings. Secure 2.0 addresses this by allowing employers to offer their non-highly compensated employees access to an emergency savings fund linked to their retirement savings account. Beginning in 2024, employees could elect an automatic payroll deduction to fund an emergency savings account as a Roth contribution. Employers are not able to contribute to the emergency savings account. The account must be eligible for withdrawals at least once a month to offer this option. Employees can self-certify that they need their need for the funds. There's no tax penalty if they take a withdrawal, which is good. Employers can choose to automatically enroll employees in these accounts at no more than 3% of their eligible wages, but they must be allowed to opt out of contributing. The maximum an employee can contribute is up to $2,500. Once this limit is reached, additional contributions can be directed to the retirement savings account as a Roth contribution, or the contributions can be stopped until the emergency savings account balance falls below the limit. Great. So speaking of emergencies, Chris, there are new emergency and disaster withdrawal provisions available. Can you please share some details on those? Another way to address the current challenge Americans have when faced with an unexpected expense is to allow for emergency withdrawals. Starting in 2024, participants may withdraw up to $1,000 from their retirement savings account without paying the 10% tax penalty, and they'll be able to repay it to the plan. Some important details about this withdrawal are that only one distribution is allowed within three years unless the previous distribution is repaid to the plan. Also, employees can self-certify if they're eligible to take the withdrawal. The other withdrawal provision is for qualified disasters. Previously, the government would need to take action to allow withdrawals after a federally declared disaster. Secure 2.0 automatically provides withdrawal and loan relief for disaster victims. It's effective for federally declared disasters on or after January 26th of 2021. This allows participants to withdraw up to $22,000 from their retirement savings account for federally declared disasters. These withdrawals will not be subject to the 10% early withdrawal penalty and will be taxed as income over three years. Besides making withdrawals available, employers can increase the maximum loan amount to the lesser of 100% of the account balance or $100,000. It also provides participants with additional time to repay existing loans. So for people affected by a disaster who may not have uh, the ability to repay their loans, this can extend the time they have to repay the loan so that they don't default. So Chris, how does Secure 2.0 change the saver's credit? Right now, low middle income employers, employees contributing to a retirement plan can claim the saver's tax credit on their tax return to reduce their tax bill. Starting in 2027, the saver's match will replace the saver's credit. So for low to middle income employees, anyone earning up to $71,000 a year will be eligible for a federal matching contribution of up to $2,000 that will be deposited in their retirement savings account. So an interesting law requirement is that it directs the Treasury Department to increase public awareness of the saver's match. They'll need to develop digital and print materials about the saver's match, including creating awareness of the potential penalties for early withdrawals. So, Chris, thank you. We've covered a lot of ground here today. Greatly appreciate your time and your sharing these critical updates for us. However, with more than 90 provisions, we can only cover some of them here in our short time together. So where can listeners go to learn more about the provisions or get more details on what we discussed today? 
Yes, so ADP has some great resources on our website. You can simply go to adp.com forward slash secure dash two dash act dash retirement dash plan dash employers to access these materials. Employers should also consult with appropriate legal counsel and other professionals to assess what changes may be relevant to their circumstances. Excellent. Thank you again, Chris. We covered a tremendous amount of ground here. Great information. This brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you again, Chris, for joining us. Presented by ADP, HRpreneur focuses on the entrepreneurs and business drivers who are shaping the growth of their companies and positively impacting the lives of their employees. With each episode, we bring the experts to you, answer your questions, and help you think beyond today so you can discover more success tomorrow. As always, thanks for listening to HRpreneur.